1: What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. Hey, Dream Builder, this episode is powered by Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a website that helps entrepreneurs, startups, and small businesses. Get creative and quality designs from custom logos to business cards and even web designs. There's a community of over 900,000 designers from all across the world that's ready to bring your idea to life in as little as ours. So head on over to designcrowd.com forward slash dream nation and see what all the hype is about. What's up, Dream Builder? We are back again with another episode. And today I'm just as hype as you are. You know, I'm always hype. But today I'm super hyped because we got somebody on that has been inspiring me ever since I found her. And luckily I found her through a mutual connection. So I already knew she was real. But without further ado, please help me in welcoming my sister, Miss Nikki Saunders, to the show.
2: Let's pop in. What's
1: popping? Say what's up to Dream Nation.
2: Listen, Dream Nation was popping people look i am excited about this episode let's just get into it because i we, we got things to talk about and we ain't trying to waste your time
1: <laughs> man let's go ahead and get into it i always love to make sure that i give the proper introduction before we get deep into the the, the nuggets of everything and the way that i do that is i compare us as thought leaders entrepreneurs mm-hmm. just the superheroes and the reason being is because we're constantly flying around the world we're putting on a cape and we're trying to solve some of the world's biggest problems so Mm -hmm. my question to you here's what we all know we know that there is a superwoman right and there's a wonder woman but behind the superwoman more specifically there's lois lane and we all know that right now if you don't know i promise you you will very very soon who the superwoman is that's known as nikki saunders but what we don't know is behind the scenes who is that lois lane
2: oh that's deep oh i see what you're doing uh that's that's deep um really that i would say the the lowest lane of of me would just be a kid from queens you know um born, born and raised there uh was in the navy for about like you know nine years um trying to figure out things and really got into actually got addicted to social media and think like most of us got super addicted to it but my new york ways Tried to figure out how could we make a living off of this addiction. Right. And so uh, with that, on top of trying to get the personal development, in, I met with Eric Thomas and we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, that just a kid from Queens, pretty much a kid from Queens who got addicted to social media.
1: Wow. And so much soul behind that. Now, the one thing is that stuck out for me, because again, I talk about your brand, and I think you have one of the most authentic brands across the entire social media platform, right? Like it is, it's it's crazy. And anybody who goes and watches it, they'll see what I mean. But there's not only authenticity, but there's consistency behind it. But we're gonna definitely tap into all of that. But my question is when somebody looks back and they dig deeper into your story, they're Mm. gonna see that you got a lot, like you started out and you was doing some boxing, maybe if it was professional or not. And even when they meet you, they could see that you just, like you said, I'm very disciplined. I'm very intentional. Yeah. Now, when you just come to look at your social media, the one thing that I love is you show a lot of the behind the scenes and you show a lot of vulnerability. And so I want to know for the people out there that feels like, nah, I'm more reserved. I'm more disciplined. I'm more intentional. Everybody don't need to know my lifestyle. How did you able, how were you able to flip that switch to then saying, look, I gotta be vulnerable to show and build my tribe.
2: Because it's a bigger picture. Like it's, it's really deeper than our own emotions and what we feel should be out there. And shouldn't like, I know, behind the scenes people don't get a lot of love because it's always the talent that really gets all the shine but yet behind the scenes people get um does all the work right the reserve people always have the stories to tell right but we always see the stuff that's out there and we think we deem that as true when there's a whole group of people that have a whole different perspective of life um that still needs to be heard so at least on my platform from a behind the scenes kind of thing in a creative way, I at least try to make everybody who may be, you know, um, kind of behind the scenes feel like they can do this too.
1: Mm, I love it. Now for you, when did you make the decision that you was going to go all in on social media? Because a lot of people, just like you said, we get addicted to it, but most people, they find themselves still consuming rather than creating, even though they might have a little bit of a talent on the backside. At yeah. what point was it somebody telling you like, Nikki, yo, you're doing all of this consulting for free. You need to go try to go get money for it. Or what was that like?
2: Um, Well, it's never been about the money situation for me. It's always been about the story, right? It's always been about, uh, I rock with the number one motivational speaker and there has to be a way to be able on my side to share that with the world, right? If, we're, if the plan is to keep him number one, why is the team staying so behind the, the scenes? Like why is, you know, why is all the weight on his shoulders to make this message out there work or show how it's done, you know, cause he does it from a speaking side. I could do it from a creative side. Like I could do it from, you know, um, being able to walk in your authenticity side, right. Where he'll make you feel as if you could go through a wall. Right. So from that standpoint, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta share my side a little bit more. Um, as well as, you know, there's not a lot of people who give game out for free. There's not a lot of people who, um, take what they learn and put it out there in bite sizes, that uh is easy to consume without paying a thousand dollars so for me um in a sense of me being kind of a servant to to the people i want to be able to do something different in my lane and give out the game with asking for nothing in return because i think i well not i think i know i uh, value loyalty and a tribe more than money. Money could come that money isn't hard to make. So it's really, but gaining people's trust is hard. Very much. You know, so. gaining people's loyalty is hard. So that was more of a challenge for me to be like, okay, let me go all in on this because um, it, it's for, it's for the people. And I know when I was looking up all this information, there was nowhere to be found. So let me make it easier for those people who can't figure it out. Cause it's, it's really not that hard.
1: Yo, and, and I love it. And that's what you could kind of see is like so many people are rocking with you because they don't feel like they're gonna get sold anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when you go to your, when you go on your lives and you just pop in, like it's really giving the game away. And we was just talking uh, shout out to to my brother, Pat Flynn, but we was just talking about this or him right before the show. And, uh, that's the type of vibe that I get. Like I was telling one of my other guys, it's like, when you go to Pat Flynn's show, you don't feel like you're going to be sold anything. And so that's the same vibe. And I could tell that that's why a lot of people rock with you because they know that you're going to give the game. Now yep. talk to me about for somebody that's out there that's listening right now, but they say, look, I want to start growing my brand. I'm looking at her stuff like, how can I get my brand like this? Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, it's like they don't even know where to start. Do I got to go get on Instagram? Is TikTok the new place that I got to be at? Do I got to be everywhere? Focus on. What does that look like for you when you're consulting? Or if anybody comes to you and says, look, I'm looking to find my lane in this social media thing.
2: So I always say, what platform do you feel the most comfortable being consistent on? Right. There's an audience in every single platform like we're everywhere. Right. We may not be active, but we're everywhere. Right. So we have to look at it from a standpoint of if we are one person, if we're starting, we can't necessarily do Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Pinterest all together at once and truly grow a audience in the time that we need it to. Right. We're going to wear ourselves thin because at this it's all about giving a different experience on each platform. So if we can't do that, we can't necessarily be on each one of these platforms. Right. So I always go, you know, what is the platform you feel the most comfortable saying your story and on a consistent basis? Not the one that is trending, not the one that has the most audience and everything like that, because if your content is good, if your message is good the audience will find you point blank, period, like there, but you have to figure out that platform and figure out what content you feel comfortable creating. Are you an introvert? So are you more of a like stats infographics, slideshow blogging kind of style, or are you an extrovert, which is the videos and the audio and things like that. And introverts could do audio too, but what, content do you feel comfortable in and what platform accepts that content
1: I love it now you said something and for people that are listening right now and they're they're looking at so many people's content because they're consuming and they mm-hmm. say yo I'm still trying to find my voice my message mm-hmm. right cuz cuz everybody's not able to have an ET of somebody that can see the message Right. And, and because you were able to see his message up front and you said, all yeah. I got to do is articulate this in a different way through content creation and, mm-hmm. and putting video with audio and B-roll and all those other things. If they say, I don't got a Nikki on my team, how do I find my message? What would you say to them?
2: What, what is your niche? What is your foundation? Right. Like what skills, expertise, uh, life experience and credibility do you have? Right. And how back to how do you feel more comfortable saying that? Right. Um, I think when we look at different content, we feel as if we have to do this and that and third and everything. But at the same time, there is still a lane for us because our story, our message hasn't been heard mm-hmm. in the way that we we say it. Right. There may be other Uh, physical trainers out there, okay, there may be physical trainers that know how to help you lose weight in a matter of a month, okay, but you may be that person that is a physical trainer, who knows for sure how to help uh, mothers lose that baby fat after three months. Mm. That needs to be shown, Right. right, that might not be there, the exercises could be similar, but the audience is different the way you do it is different. You know, we all do something different. It can be something minor. And I think that's the big thing is that people downplay what is different within us, like not the audience, but we downplay what comes easy to us. We downplay, you know, the, the things that make us different. We're like, ah, that no one cares about that. But at the end of the day, it's not about us. Like, we may think it's small, but that's huge to somebody else. Like I'll be doing some content and I'll be like, how did this do so good? It's the simplest thing, right? but not everybody, it comes easy to us, but hard for most. So, and, and my, my brother CJ has always said that that's how you find your true gift. So it's really about like figuring out that thing that makes you different. That thing that, makes you stand out, but getting outside of your head about it and stop bl- downplaying it.
1: Yo, I, I absolutely love it. I always say your story is not for you, right? That's what we never, we always, we think about it that ourselves mm-hmm. and we get so much in our head for you. Was there ever a time and point where you dealt with what a lot of people would call imposter syndrome? Right. Because especially dealing with ET, number one, and for those who don't know, Eric Thomas, right? The the hip hop preacher is a lot of people know him. But dealing with him, it could be hard when you feeling like you're already running with Michael Jordan of how do you hold your like like damn, am I that good of a rebounder? Can I really shoot like that? Mm-hmm. If MJ passes me the ball, can I make the shot? Mm -hmm. Right. So for you, was that ever a thing or did you always have that self-confidence? And if you did always have that self-confidence, where did it come from?
2: So I don't This is the thing. When you run with a certain circle, you have to step up to the plate like you. There's not really time to really doubt yourself because you're going to get left. Mm. Right. You're not going to keep having those same opportunities over and over again with the doubt that you have. So you have to position yourself to be able to at least keep up at least. And if they're on a level 10, you have to at least keep up with a level nine and a half for them to be like, all right, I see the potential. Right. You know what? Like, so I don't think it's necessarily the confidence or anything it's really understanding the end goal like where are you trying to be in life like are you trying to be mediocre are you trying to run with this crowd are you trying to pass up the crowd what what are you trying to do so like me rocking with e and he's number one in the motivational speaking that means i got to be number one in my lane right That's just instantly for me. And I'm okay with taking that challenge, right? Because the way he does it, he wears a hat, he wears J's, he is himself, you know, that's where I get that, like, I can be whoever I want to be and I'm fine with that, like bet. Because other people feel as if they have to live up to a certain kind of status, look a certain kind of way, speak a certain kind of way. And he kind of broke down those barriers. So I'm like, Bet I could do that over here. Right. And the way you're consistent over here, I could be consistent. He he laid out the blueprint from a different industry. Right. And and that's what a lot of people don't really understand is that there's already blueprints out there just in different lanes. Right. So how are you taking these blueprints and putting it into your own lane with your own kind of little swag to it? Right. So, okay. You're consistent every Monday or so doing TGIMs. You know what? I got to be consistent Monday through Fridays doing my live. Right. Right. And understanding. And here's something I don't, I don't really say too often, but if you, I had to prepare myself to be part of like really kind of like that, left hand right hand kind of position because i knew at one point paying attention to patterns that he's going to pass the mic to people who he feels comfortable with people who he sees is working right? right so i started going on live every monday through friday so i could stay on my toes with topics so i could be ready for whenever he passes that mic and it wasn't until two years later till he's like nikki talk about this And I'm like, I bet there wasn't like, a oh, my God, what am I going to say? Did I do it right or anything like that? It was, you know, practicing in the gym because I knew this is what he does. I pay attention to the patterns. And so I'm going to allow my platform to prepare myself for that. Like people don't understand that your platform, your social media is your own stage, is your own practice ground for what your true stage is. So. Like it's, it's not a confidence thing. It's just, I I see the crowd that I rock with. And if I'm going to stay in that crowd and not get passed up, I got to live by it.
1: Yo, it's that championship team DNA, right? That was exactly what it was, right? When you think about it, if you get an opportunity to play with LeBron, you know, LeBron's in the gym at 6am yep. right? every morning, you got to find your way to be in that gym at 5am to show him that, Hey, I'm here right here with you. And even though you might be the goat, look, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in my own lane we're going to make this thing work together. And so I love that you said that it's just, man, there's so much, so many gems in there. And I love the, also the fact that you was like, yo, look at how you're allowing someone else to live in who they are, because mm-hmm. you was like, yo, he just shows up and he's in, you know, sweatsuit, he's in J's and that's who you truly are. So mm-hmm. if he was in a suit, that would have made you be uncomfortable. Cause you're like, yo, do I got to do that too? Do I got to wear a collar shirt? And then maybe then the synergy never happens. Cause you're like, yo, that's not the, lane that I really want to be in right right? so it happens because he lived in who he was so for anybody else that's out there whether you got a small team or maybe you just joined a team or maybe you're even thinking about joining a team think about who are you what do you really love and be around people who allow you to be the best version of you not try to conform you to something else so yo I I love it again super fire thank you Before we just hopped on the live, we was talking about the ability to build relationships through social media. And and that's been something that's so key for you. and, And we've seen it all over for you. Talk to me about how has relationships specifically helped you in these last two years? Like, is there any time that you could think about to be like, yo, everybody talks about relationships, but here's a relationship that wouldn't have happened if X, Y, or here's a situation that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have X, Y, and Z, which means that I wouldn't have been able to get whatever that said outcome was. Is there any time that you think back? You're like, damn, thank God for relationships.
2: Um, I wouldn't say thank god for relationships i would say thank god for platforms to con to make relationships Hmm. so relate so platforms allowed me to be on this podcast right Hmm. platforms allowed me to connect with e
1: i I really want to hear that and i'm sure somebody else wants to hear that origin story you're from new york he's from detroit talk about how this platform what was the platform and how did you connect with e
2: So, um, so like most of us, we, you know, we watched the videos, we binge watched it, everything like that. Um, I would say that I wanted to be just in the presence. I never had the thought of, you know, partnering with my man. I just wanted to be in the presence. So he had an online community called Breathe university that I paid for. I was in there and Uh, not a lot of traction was happening as far as engagement within the groups and like the courses and everything. So what I did was uh, make different challenges in the Facebook group. I was uh, knocking on Carl's virtual door every single time. And for those who don't know Carl, that's like the number three man in Eric Thomas's brand. Right. And I was like, yo, put me in the game coach. Let me help out. Let me help out. And whatever uh whatever task it was it didn't it didn't start with social media it started with like small things right and i would knock it out in 2.3 seconds right where he was like yo this would have taken me a month and i'll knock it out right away uh i drove to majority of the events every event they had i was there i was present to the point where they're like yo what how You're everywhere. C was like, yo, I think you're fresh. Like, I love your sneakers. I send him his size of sneakers. Like anything that I can do to serve, whether it was at the door, whether it was putting people in their seats or whatever, I did that to the point they were like, "Uh, let's give her a chance with this social media thing, right? So for over two years, before I got a check, I was serving. Hmm. And so from that, proving that is, it wasn't about money, it wasn't about the opportunity or anything like that. Like I was genuinely there. Right. Um, they they put me on the squad and everything and the rest is history.
1: Wow. I love it for two years. Like every, that, I mean, that just goes to show again, if you're persistent and you're consistent, not just through social media, but how you show up every day in life. Right, And who do you need to become to be able to keep yourself around those people? Because obviously there was so much personal development and mental that had to go along with it of like, yo, I'm going to go to this trip and here's what I'm going to get out of it. I don't know if they're going to see me, if they're going to allow me to go backstage. It doesn't really matter though. But first I got to be able to show myself that I could be consistent. And I did all
2: with a nine to five. So I don't want people who have a nine to five think that's not possible. I did this all with a nine to five. Wow.
1: Yo, and, and how long has it been now since you've worked in 9 to 5? Five?
2: five years, six years, something like that. It's been a minute, seven, five, seven to five. I don't know. I can't. It's been a minute. I promise seven you five, it's been a minute. Seven to five. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm definitely a now person. I kind of don't remember time frames or anything because it's like I'm so like what's what's now and what's next.
1: man. That's a perfect segue that that's what I wanted to So like right now, social media is that it's heightened that it's ever been, right? Yep. Twitter's coming out with fleeks and or fleets. And then you got Instagram now about to monetize IGTVs. Yep. You got a new app that we were able to connect through which yep. is Clubhouse. Like right now, what are you the most excited about going into 2021?
2: So I would, um, I love Instagram adore Instagram. That's my main social media platform. And the fact that they're finally uh, being able to pay creators is super exciting uh, between badges for lives and the ads for IGTV. And then some of the new features that they're going to have for reels, as far as like in uh, shopping with inside the reels. um, And of course, their shop tab, um, I love Instagram, so I'm, I'm more excited about Instagram, but I'm really interested. And we talked about it here, um, how Clubhouse is going to play a part in the social media game. And for those people who don't know what Clubhouse is, it is an audio only uh, platform that really is creating FOMO for your personal brand mm. like. It is a game changer if people think about it from a producer standpoint, because you're having people fiend to be in these rooms and hear the conversations and be a part of the conversations where digital is not necessarily a FOMO kind of vibe. And for people who don't know what FOMO means is fear of missing out. Right. Um, We're used to that for like physical products like Jordans, Supreme and things like that. But now that with the uh, with COVID and us being in front of our computers and our phones more than ever, how do you still make people stay on a platform? How do you make people come back to a platform, come back to your products, come back to your services? And I think what Clubhouse has created is that fear of missing out for personal brands and I think that is going to take off somehow, some way, and they're going to figure out a way to also pay the creators on that platform. And what's great about it is that you can't, you can't fake the funk with content on there. Right. You can't, it's like it's voice. Like you can't fake knowing what you know. Right. Like, especially on top. Like it's not like you could Google it real quick. Like, hold up. Uh, 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 Okay, so in 1942, like now, nah, what? Why are you reading that? So it's um, those two are definitely um, the things to look at. But I will still say TikTok is still a, a high, high ticket thing because it's paying creators to just do 15 seconds to 30 seconds stuff. I think that's amazing. Yeah, are you heavy on TikTok? No, I'm not, but. Uh, based off conversations that I've had on clubhouse, I've started to get active. So the great thing about content is when you create so much, you have so much content to put on other platforms. So I'm literally repurposing my reels that I do on Instagram and putting it on TikTok. And it's honestly working because it's Mm. the same kind of vibe. So I'm not recreating the wheel. But I am going to take advantage of the organic vibe that they have on TikTok while still paying attention to my main focus, which is Instagram. Because I believe once you grow a audience in a tribe on one platform, just because there's a new shiny thing, you don't want to abandon that. So I keep Instagram my main like I call it my main boo. Right. While I have all these other ones kind of looking and and trying and seeing what makes sense. But I keep that the main one because it's done so well for me because I've put so much energy into it. And Instagram literally is a content machine. You have uh, the regular feed, you have reels, you have IGTV, you have guides, you have stories, you have uh, lives, you have all these different things on one platform. Right. like it's yeah it that that's the main bull right there
1: yeah, no, I, I absolutely love it. And we're going to tap into that too. The, the, the thing that I wanted to piggyback off of for anybody that first like was wondering about Clubhouse or why it's so valuable is I think that it gives you an opportunity where you do not have to even be the expert, right? Because a lot of the times we first got to go get the knowledge, the information. The fact that you could just pop into rooms and you could just sit and listen. And on top of that, it doesn't have to be a video. It allows you to get out of the app, but still listen to all of the content that's going on. And then when you hear somebody that you know into intuitively that's dropping real game you click back into the app you like yo let me read their profile right and then you go and then you can follow them on another platform so i love that um and yeah it just gives you an opportunity to build relationships just like you said with some of the, the biggest people and if you want to be an expert in a field there's a lot of things that go wrong uh, go along with other platforms like with again youtube or instagram or any of these other ones people are looking at your mannerisms right Mm -hmm. and so that could be half of the game of why you don't even speak what you know because you're Mm -hmm. like oh my god like this person's mannerisms is like they don't look like they rocking with me. So like, let me mm. not bring up that other part. Cause they might think something, but with this again, you don't know what people are saying. So it's just like a phone call and it allows you to just speak your truth. And then you shut up and people might like it. They might not, but if they don't like it, you just hop out of that room, go to a different room and be like, yo, it's like a bad joke. Like I'm never going to tell that joke again. So, it, so it's all good. But going into the next part of what you were talking about.
2: Wait, before you do that, before you yeah, do that, yeah, yeah. I, I want, I want to kind of stay on a little bit of it because Everybody focuses on, I need to be in the room. I need to be in the room. Mm. Like clubhouse is literally the room, right? Like you really don't have to say a single word and you are in the room with experts learning at their feet, everything like they're the candid conversations are gems, Right. Like you are literally at the table, chilling with these people, just soaking it in, being that fly on the wall. You, right. the, everything that we hear that we wish we could is that like first it was it was YouTube. Right. Because to to for, for those people who literally take the time to watch specific YouTubes, whether it's interviews, whether it's how to's or whatever like that. These are your virtual mentors. Right. But Clubhouse literally is that fly on the wall and at the table with some of these people.
1: Hey, Dream Builder, if you're anything like me, you have no idea how to come up with a quality logo or even a creative design. You know that quality is important, but it's not always the easiest to nail down. Right. That's where design crowd comes in, whether it's a logo, a website, book cover, or even a social media ad. They have a community of over 900,000 professional designers around the world ready to help solve your creative problem. Head on over to designcrowd.com forward slash dream to learn more. And just for being a part of the dream nation tribe, you're going to receive a special VIP offer. When you sign up of up to $150 credit. Now, instead of waiting weeks for an agency to pitch you an idea, you'll be able to get a design of exactly what you need within just three days. So again, head on over to designcrowd.com forward slash dreamnation and check it out. Yo, it absolutely is. And that was exactly what I was thinking. That exact analogy. We say two things like one, if I could be the dumbest person in the room or in the circle, I'm in the right circle, right? I still got to level up, but I want to be the dumbest person in the room. And that's what it gives you the opportunity. And the second one is that fly on the wall, right? And the greatest part about it is I think with all those other platforms, especially where we're living in the world today, it's instant gratification. So even if you're going to hop to that YouTube video, there's still so much thinking, right? What's the, thumbnail look like how long does it take to get into the content there's, yeah. there's a lot there's a long wait period on it whereas when you go to clubhouse you can hop into this room but then you click one little button and then you get to scroll and you can see all the different topics right and it's everything that you really want to talk to people about but you're like i don't even know the keywords mm-hmm. i don't know what to search i don't know how to reach out to this person but on there it's like yo let me just hop in the room raise my hand and be like yo i got a question and yep. people are going to answer it genuinely. And a lot of the times you hear, and maybe it's just because it's new and it's that energy and it's that vibe, but people be like, yo, I don't want to hold up the line. Cause we got a whole bunch of people trying to ask questions, but shoot me a DM over on Instagram and I'm going to walk you through this process. And you yep. like, yeah. like that's everything, right? Like that's the power of building relationships. And at the same time, getting out of your comfort zone, because you got on this platform when it was new, when everybody else could have been like, nah, man, clubhouse sounds stupid. But it's like going to a conference. Everybody's on there. And then next thing you know, you see the energy. And it's yeah. the energy that's in the hallways from everybody. You're like, yo, this is everything. You get back home, you can't even regurgitate what it was. You're like, yo, all I know is the next one, you got to go to it. You, I, I don't even know how to explain it. And so, yes, yeah, everything about that FOMO. I know, man, two o'clock in the morning the other night, I couldn't sleep. Instead of pulling up Instagram or something else scrolling, I'm looking through. The, I'm like, yo, who, who? what's the conversation? What's the opposite? Like, topics yo that's everything and and yeah that I, I love that you said it hopefully i mean we're not affiliates of clubhouse but we definitely are disciples and advocates of it because it's been able to help us tremendously and uh yeah check it out and if you don't have an iphone you hopefully get you an ipad get you yeah, something. Get you, get you something i don't,
2: get you I, something. I don't know why <laughs> you're not listen you're on the facebook
1: marketplace find that one for 200 you got, mm-hmm. you got to spend something because there's so many gems that's being dropped, just like you said. Uh, but going back to the Instagram thing, because everybody, mm-hmm. that's the hot spot right now. Yep. And it probably will be for the next at least two to three years yep. um, before something else comes along. And uh, there's a there's so many different things that just like you said, it could be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like for somebody that's like, guides, what are guides? Like, why would I use a guide, right? Live, I think is the, the obviously we understand that. But yeah. Let's even go back let's take it back a little bit for somebody who's struggling to put out content, Mm -hmm. right? They know their message, but they're struggling to put out content. Like what are the ways that you've been able to be consistent and not be in your head on, here's what I should go live about. Here's what I should put out a piece of content about today.
2: Um, it's really about understanding what you solve, right? So the, the pain points, whether the topic is in education, whether the topic is in motivation or entertainment, what are the pain points? And you create content around that. And what I'm big about is the mute button. Like if I ever feel like overwhelmed because I'm seeing a certain content over and over again, and I feel pressure to make that or be like that or something I mute it. Right. Um, Because you, you look at the greats. I'm big on researching the greats and You look at them and you see that they didn't look at other people and copied. They looked at other people and influenced, but then produced. Mm. Right. Um, The biggest one I always love referring to and say what you want about my man. But Kanye West lives literally in a bubble like but when he gets in his producer bag and his music bag, no one can touch him. Right because he's not listening or hearing anything else. Like he is so concentrated on just creating whatever it is. He's not like the uh, 808 heartbreaks was above his time and everybody dogged it because it wasn't the current thing. But are you making it for the current or something that stays for the longevity of things? Like, so it's really about feeling Understanding the pain points and just producing, pressing that mute button and going to do whatever you want to do because somebody's going to appreciate it. Somebody's going to rock with it, regardless if they engage with it or not. There's always somebody watching your content. So you just have to build that body of work so people could be like, okay, you're consistent. I can trust you to look at it. I can trust you to like it. I could trust you to comment on it. I could trust you to share it. These are all different levels, right? And we assume that when we put out content, that's all supposed to happen. But these are all different levels of commitment that we're asking for people. And we have to gain that by being consistent.
1: Yo, so, so much fire, right? So, and I'm a big fan of, of Ye, right? Say what you want about him. But Take me, especially want. being a South Side of Chicago boy, like, uh, man, Ye is Ye is definitely that goat in my mind. He's top five all time. Mm-hmm. But I think that just, I mean, that point could be said for Jay, right? You always see that person that kind of came before you and maybe they're alongside of you. But again, it's just like Michael Phelps said, like when he's swimming, right? He's only looking at the finish line. He's not looking what's on the left or to the right of him. And I think a lot of the times we do struggle with that, but to give it for somebody, cause I always love to give like tactical mm-hmm. for somebody that is thinking about, yo, I want to put out content for the next 30 days. Is mm-hmm. there a system that you have when you're like, yo, when I'm putting out content, I maybe write out like, what are the top five questions? Or I mm-hmm. go to Quora or something like that. Like, what does that look like for you? Cause you put out a ton of content. How do you not feel like that? You're just regurgitating the same thing over and over again.
2: So let me let me answer that one and then I'll get into the system. So you have to understand there's a cycle of followers, right? From the point where you're going to have a new follower every single day or somebody new that looks at your content every single day. So it doesn't matter how many times you've said it. There's somebody who hasn't heard it. There's Mm -hmm. something called the algorithm that doesn't allow people to all your followers to see the content. There's so there's somebody who hasn't heard it, who hasn't seen it yet. Right. So I'm really big on not feeling as if I'm repeating myself because each day that I say it or each week that I say it, I say it differently. I. Um, I put maybe some extra words to it. I give a different tone to it. I slow it down a bit. I sound a little bit more aggressive the other day. So let me slow it down and be a little bit smooth with it. Right. So there's so many ways to repurpose even your own message that you say 19 different times. Right. But at the same time, we have to understand that people receive information on their own time. So just because you said it today doesn't mean the person was ready to receive it today. So you have to understand that people will come back to it or people will hear it three times and then be like, I get it now. I, I could go live every single day and speak on consistency. And the seventh week that I say that somebody's like, I don't know what you said today, but today I get it.
0: Right. Today, I'm yeah. going to
2: post it today. But, I, but I'm like, yo, in, in our heads, we're like, I've said this 19 million times. What are you talking about? Why did it today? But people are ready to receive your information at different times and different days. So I really wouldn't focus so much about saying it over and over again. He has said um, his high school dropout, um, you know, kicked out of the crib, all that whole story. For over 20 years, right? People still love it. People still want to hear it. People are still getting motivated by it. So we still have to look at it from our standpoint of a message that what we have to say still has meaning, regardless if we said it one time or a 100 times. So I'll say that about that. And then with the system, it's really understanding the goal of the month. Right. So I'm always big about what is what is your goal for that month? And not only social media wise, just business wise. Right. Because your business and your social media goals should go hand in hand. Like it shouldn't be different. Your virtual life and in-person life is the same thing. And if you treat it different, that's why you're not consistent. Because you can't be consistently fake. Right. Right. So. You have to understand let's let's go through the month what is my monthly goal so for for example for my authors right okay um my goal is to sell about let's 50 books right so what do you think your content is going to be about it's going to be about the book right so now you have to think of different ways to show the book because sometimes, well, majority of the time, showing the picture of the book cover doesn't cut it for people, right? So maybe you have to show a chapter. Maybe you have to go on live and do a live reading. Maybe you have to uh, put a quote up and show what chapter and page that came from. Maybe you have to show somebody reading it. Maybe you have to show a live testimonial. Maybe you, and these are just different ways, even from the standpoint when you get it in the crib, you opening it, the unboxing of the book, right? These are all different pieces of content that we're like, no one wants to see it. Maybe you getting to the point of talking about the process of making the book, right? All goes back to your goal of I need to sell this book. And so they need to have an inside look and know all about the book, because just because we want something out there doesn't mean they fully understand it. Right. Mm. So we have to get people inside our own world and understand the value of the goal. So they could also be a part of the goal. Mm. So, It it always goes based off the goals and then theming it out however you want to and being as creative or non-creative you want. There are people that literally put one word up on their Instagram, on their Facebook and everything like that. And people adore that. People are like, what word are they going to say today? Right. What caption is they going to put on this one word? Like it's it's real. But it always goes based off what is the point? right? I, I have a podcast, Nikki and Moose podcast, small plug, right? Yeah. Um, and so my goal is to always show content, so we can build more subscribers, right? And so we can get people to listen and all that great stuff, right? So what is my what is my content going to show? My content is going to show Nikki and Moose stuff. I'm going to do IGTVs of Nikki and Moose stuff. I'm going to do reels. I'm going to do stories. I'm going to go live and say it's sponsored by Nikki and Moose, right? It's always going to go back to what's the goal. So, always understanding, and th- th- this is what I say with, with people who are just starting, right? Um, whether you're starting at the top of the year or you're just starting whenever you listen to this, right? what is the point of you being on social media? I think we go on social media because everybody tells us to, or it's a thing to do or whatever, but as brands that we are, we have to understand what is the point of being on these platforms? We have to move within purpose and not move because everybody's on it and I have to create some kind of content. That's why it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. So we have to look at it. Like, why am I here? Well, I'm trying to, Uh, be a personal brand and say my story. What is the story? Like you have to ask questions within yourself. Why am I here? What is it? How am I going to do it? What is the point of it this month? What is the point of it this week? What is the point of it this day? Right. And it will all make sense once you start moving in like true purpose on social media. Wow.
1: So again, so many gems. This is why. Once you get on Clubhouse, make sure the first person you go look up is this is Nikki. Go find out whatever room she's in. Turn on that bell because these are the type of gems. that she don't talk too often, you are always gonna catch it with the little green symbol next to her name. Somebody that made her a moderator, but when she starts talking, the whole room is just quiet, taking notes. I I love it. What is the point? What is the reason that? What's the purpose of why you're doing? whatever you're doing today right the reason why you go to work every single day oh i need to make money okay well pop on social media it might not be about the money but it's oh i need to make an impact okay well how do we make that impact oh uh, i think we could tell this story because it's relevant in today's world okay well what's your message around this story how do you create the narrative all those things of just asking yourself those questions which is a major major gem that i think 95 of us don't i'll be i keep it 100 when i hop on social media I don't know that I ever asked myself, like, what's the reason I'm on here? Maybe clubhouse sometimes, right? Cause I'm looking for the gems I'm looking, but for the most part, when we get to scrolling, it's just, we're, we're consumers. Right. And we got to think about ourselves as being more of brands, just like you said, and creators, because that was the whole reason why we originally got on. Cause we wanted to create something dope that somebody else could like, could comment on and could engage with.
2: Yeah. And I, and I get from a research standpoint of consuming. Right. But at some point, if we want to take our brand serious with every few couple of content pieces that we consume, what are we producing? Mm. Right. Because the same way they have your attention, you should have somebody else's attention as well. They should be going on social media and consuming your content. Right. And so when people struggle with creating Uh, creating a following on social media, you have to understand how much are you consuming them producing? Mm. Like, are you only looking at other people's stats and not creating your own stats? Because we love to compare, right? And there's two things to that. One, the whole consuming thing, but two, are you comparing your day one to their day one? Or are you comparing your day one to their year five? Right. And so we we have to look at it from a standpoint of I got work to do. Like we we run in a circle where people have been podcasting for years now, right? So why would I be tripping off of your chart rating? Why would I be chirping off of the views and the listens that you get, right? When I'm on my 10th episode, right? Like, why would I be tripping? I got to celebrate The small wins that we have, I got to celebrate and talk to the people who are on who are starting, who are on my level and who are above me so I can help. I can uh, celebrate and I can learn. If you're not doing any of that, this is why you're not growing right? You're not growing because you're consuming. You're not growing because you're staying on the same level. You're not growing because you're comparing the wrong things, right? And the only way That we're going to have people know our names, understand our content, look forward to what we do. If we be truly become producers, because the way the world is right now, we are the new CNN. We are the new ABC, Fox News. We are the new uh, TMZ and everything like that, depending on what uh, what industry you are in. Right. We are the new media outlets. They're not checking for them. As much as they're checking social media, they're not checking like radio is not really that much of a player anymore. It's podcasting. Right. Right. Uh, TV is not really much of a player. It's YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you get big on YouTube and everything, you could possibly have a Netflix series. You could possibly be on Hulu. you could. be. There's so many different opportunities and people are not really understanding because they're not seeing the true value in it. But it's really playing the long game of treating your social media as the stage that you want it to be eventually. Mm. Period.
1: Man, so many gems. I love that. And it's just the narrative that you want to create. That's the one thing when you talk about CNN, Fox News, TMZ, all of the things. They all take the same story, but create their own narrative. Right. And, and, and their tribe rocks with them. Right. You're going to have some people that magnify to you or attract to you. You're going to have some people that repel. But either way, you got the attention and attention is all the currency. Right. So that's, that's so powerful. And I hope that that right there is a gem in the whole episode in itself. You get on your platform today and you understand that the story's already there. It's just what's my spin on it. I, we all got a unique take from it. We all like, yo, I like that, but here's why I don't. It's the same debate or conversation that we have during Thanksgiving, the same debate conversation that we have when we just, you know, kicking it. It doesn't matter what we're doing. We all got to, yo, I like why he said, but here's my take on this, right? It's that LeBron versus Jordan debate and people want to hear your narrative on it. So I I love it. That is so fire.
2: The thing with that is there's there's so many and I'm not knocking it, but there's a lot of complainers, right? Where they're like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't, but what are you doing to shift the culture? Mm. Are you creating a platform that allows people to see a different side of that, right? We can either continue to complain or we can create platforms that allow to show the truth or what we deem as the truth, Mm. right? But we can't continue to accept what's happening over there and complain about it and not show a different side of it, right? And you're only going back and forth with your friends who don't really care.
1: Yo, oh, so fire, so true man, that that I, I can't I can't wait to put this out to the world because there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of lives that are impacted when we really start to think back and be like, yo, that makes that like that's that time that we've heard it seven, eight times, but that's that one moment that be like, I don't know what you just said, but that right there, that that's it, That's it. I know. So, yo, I, we just, I know we're coming to the end and, and I'm, I, man, I'm so appreciative of your time. The last couple of things that I want to ask you, the first one is there's somebody out there right now that's mm-hmm. watching where you are today. They love your brand. They love that, you know, you have so much swag, so much authenticity, but they would like to know, because now you're so much wiser than where you were five, 10 years ago, we would all agree. Yeah. If there was one thing that you wish looking back on your journey that you could change or that you wish you would have implemented sooner to accelerate your path on your journey to your dream of where you are today? What Mm -hmm. would that one thing be?
2: I would have to say, because I don't like necessarily using the authentic part because I feel like I got very played out and everybody gives that, but I would say feeling more comfortable being your kid self. Mm. Like we have to really look at what's really trending and what's working in this year. And that's kids killing the game being themselves. Right. And as we get old, even the simplest things like we don't really take naps no more when naps were there to to proven that it is needed in life. Right. right? We don't we don't act as our kids self anymore. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the responsibilities. I don't know if we paid attention to too many people, what we deemed as what an adult life is. But if a nine-year-old can make $28 million off of YouTube to open gifts and open toys and all that unboxing and kids on TikTok can make 2 to $12 million off of brand endorsements and doing little dances, what are we doing? Why, why does it why is it so important to live as an adult in a certain kind of way, in a certain kind of style and everything like that? So I think I would have tapped in a bit more to my kid self, because I promise you, when I show that silly side, when I'm just acting who I want to be and putting out whatever I want to put out, that gets the most engagement I guess, the most love compared to those super structured what it's supposed to be what the industry said it was supposed to be. I'm not here to be what everybody was before I'm here to show a different type of future a different kind of shift in the culture to show that. This could be done too the way the way you want it to be done. Content doesn't have to look this way. Content doesn't have to be this way. It could be whatever you want. The only thing we ask you to do is show up and build Mm -hmm. those relationships because social media is a relationship. If I ain't there for you, right, in real life, if you call me, I don't pick up all the time. You're going to find a new friend. It's the same thing on social media. If they go to your profile and you haven't put out anything new, they're going to find a new profile. Facts. So, yeah, g- just tap into that kid self a little bit more. I would tell myself because I, I would I would be I would be out of here. I'm doing great. Don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm still a kid from Queens, but I'm doing OK. But I would have been out of here out of here out of here if if i was if i was the fool that i am now i promise you
1: (laughs) love it i love it that's so dope so true as well last question that i have for you is there's somebody out there still that's listening to you that's rocking with you that they love your brand and everything that you do but they have that little voice in their head we all have it at times and it says that they're not strong enough They're not smart enough, or maybe they just don't have enough resources to do the things that you've done, even though that's what they aspire to do. Mm -hmm. What's the one final thing that you would leave that person with to get them to just take action?
2: I would have to say that, like, zone out the noise and just go. And if somebody doesn't like it, it's not for them. That's perfectly fine. You weren't meant for everybody. We weren't placed on this earth to be with everybody, right? We were put on this earth to be with a specific person in a relationship wise and to speak to specific group of people, right? And so we have to take out that um, that expectation and that weight that if we put something out there, it could be bad or some people are not going to like it. Like take that weight off of you. You're not made for everybody. And and if somebody likes it, they rock with you, right? right? And that grows from one person to two people, to 10 people, to hundreds of people, thousands of people. But it starts with you taking that weight off of it. Like just, just create freely, just speak freely, just do whatever you want freely. And you will be so much happier that way. And whatever you put out there, you're going to want to level up because you're going to see it over and over again without you instantly being like, okay, I have to put it out this way. Based off who? Mm. Once you start building that momentum, you're going to instantly want to level up, period. Right. Facts. Facts. So, so start and fix it as you go.
1: That's what's up. Man, there's so, again, there's so much wisdom in this episode. I, I can't wait for it to release. We'll make sure that we put all of the links to your podcast, to your social media, uh, to your clubhouse. We'll make sure we take a free <laughs> shot all of that and put them in the show notes. But for anybody who wants to stay connected with you, where can they find you at?
2: So this is Nikki's, N I C K Y with an S on Instagram. Uh, pretty much everywhere but definitely on instagram and for like the dopest dopest brand and business tips and research nikki and moose podcast uh, i promise you that that content right there is so rich and we we are all about community so whatever y'all want us to go over we go over it so yeah those those two places i'm there I love it. Well,
1: again, I want to be the first one, my sister. If nobody else has told you, I appreciate you and thank you. This has been a phenomenal episode and I can't wait for everybody else to hear all the wisdom that you just dropped on here. But uh, just remember, Dream Nation, just as she said, you got to start. Even if it's ugly, do it ugly, right? Even if you're scared, do it scared. Because otherwise, if you don't, that dream that you have will only merely be a fantasy. That's all for this one. We'll catch you on the next one. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you for sticking around. That truly means a lot to me. And hopefully that means that we delivered massive value on this one. If you haven't already, the way that you could say thank you